Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Not only are you a part of one of the best organizations in the NFL, but you're a part of one of the best fans. Like, the, the Ravens flock. Like, they really come out here. What offensive lineman doesn't want to run down 60 yards down the field with his, with his quarterback and be on ESPN the next day? Come on. Like, that's like a, that's like, that's a lineman dream, right? They already said, Daddy, we love you, but we're going to wear our Lamar Jackson jerseys to the game. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. Training camp has kicked off. We're in the thick of it. Uh, hasn't gotten too hot yet, but we haven't stepped outside yet today. Are we in the thick of it? I feel like this is just the tip of the iceberg. I want to throw out all the analogies. Well, when, practice, we when practice has started, you're in the thick of it. It's only day two. It feels like it's day five. <laughs> it feels like it's day 10. Um, yeah, but exciting stuff. Players are back on the field. Lamar Jackson, as expected, out there practicing. Uh, you know, practice is a little bit different this year. There's a lot of more on-air stuff as opposed to as much 11-on-11. Yep. Um, but we'll talk about some of our observations from the first day of training camp and some of the biggest news. Uh, but first, we want to get into our interview with Morgan Moses, the Ravens' new veteran right tackle who they signed this offseason. So really looking forward to that. Yeah, Morgan is a huge piece of this team. I mean, he was one of the prized free agent acquisitions that the Ravens made uh, back in the spring. And, and he's going to have a huge part in kind of turning this offensive line around. Yep. The Ravens fans know the offensive line – we really struggled last year and, and going into the off season, like that was probably priority number one to address yep. and, and adding Morgan Moses to this team was a key component of addressing that. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into that conversation. We are thrilled to be with Morgan Moses, who's entering year nine, training camp number nine for you, Morgan. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, we were kind of chatting on the walk down here, but just does it get easier? Does it get harder? Are you like, oh God, not another one of these? <laughs> what, what is the feeling? Well, I think, you know, obviously when I walked down, I, I said, man, you know, when you got the mindset that you can continue learning, it's easier to come back and play. Because, like, yeah. you know, a lot of, you know, at year nine, a lot of guys feel like, I know it all, I know it all. But when you got, you know, these great athletes coming in out of college every year and they're challenging you and you feel like you can get better in certain areas every day, man, it makes it easier. So it's, it's, it's been a blessing. Right, right. And, and you're now, you know, brought here to be kind of a, a stabilizing force on this offensive line. And, and I, you know, one of the things that I noticed immediately when you stepped onto the field is like that, A, a veteran, like who knows what he's doing, and B, but you bring this like fun side to practice. Like you're kind of like laughing and enjoying practice. You know what I mean? Like, I mean that's that's a part of the game, man. You know, like you know, a lot of these guys out here, we've played football from you know it's a childhood game for a King Ransom. I tell everybody that, <laughs> right? And so like the opportunity, man, this is not work. You know, this is fun to go out there and 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 throw the football around with the guys and and block people and things like that. And even when you know. 
for me, you know, I've played for, you know, two different organizations, but being able to come into an organization that, you know, off top, you know, you have an opportunity to win. Mm -hmm. um, it just makes it even more of a, a kid's game for you. So um, that's that's what football is about. Right. It challenges you in life. It challenges you on the field and off the field. And um, you find your way you find your way through it and you grow as a person. You know, so when you're a vet like at this level, I think a lot of guys look at training camp and it's like, ugh, training camp. But you don't seem to have that attitude. Like, it's day two here. You got a big smile on your face. Why is that? Because uh, you know the grind. You already know what you know what, what football brings. You know you got to go through it. You got to go through training camp. You got to get acclimated to the past, those things. But this is a brotherhood. You know, everybody's going through it. You know, even the coaches. You know, everybody has families. Everybody taking away from their family to be here. And so it's the opportunity to, to, to grow and get better. You know, football doesn't last forever. You know, at, mm -hmm. at some point you got to stop playing. Although, you know, I'm in year nine and I feel like I can play forever. Um, you know, it's going to be an ending point. And you don't want to look back in life and say, man, I wish I would have done this. Mm -hmm. So um, this is a chance for you to take every opportunity that you can just to grow as a football player. Um, and these are relationships and in, in, in coaches through coaches and players that you'll you'll never forget. You know, I'll, my kids already already said, man, you, you're blocking for Lamar Jackson. Like, <laughs> they'll never forget that I'm blocking for Lamar Jackson. So um, uh, it's, it's been an honor just to be a part of this, this, this organization. Yeah, that's what I kind of want to talk about. You know, you said you've been with two previous organizations. Washington and the New York Jets. How does how does the you know now that you've been here for a summer? How do the Ravens kind of compare and contrast to those other organizations? Um, you know, just the 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 history. You know, like the history of I think last year was what the first time the Ravens didn't make the playoffs in. What right. 15, Look, 20 years, maybe, or something right, like right. that. I mean, maybe, I'm, that maybe, good, I'm, yeah, maybe yeah. I'm stretching it, but, <laughs> but it, it's just like when you walk in and you see the pictures of Ray Lewis and Ed right. Reed, those guys, Jonathan Ogden, you know, you see those pictures of those guys, and, and that's the that's the staple, that's the standard. Mm -hmm. And so you have something to look forward to every day. That's the standard of coming in here and playing championship football. And then you just get around a great group of men, man. It's 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 a, it's just a testament of these guys' hard work, and you want to be a part of that. That thing is contagious, so... Mm -hmm. Anytime you get around that man and that contagious feeling, you just want to be able to, you know, take it in and, and just and just be great. You know, that's every day everybody that comes in this building, whether they're cooking, media, whatever the case is, everybody wants to be great every day. And so that mm -hmm. thing, you know, Coach John Harbaugh preaches it. He preaches it all the time. Is that that feeling is contagious? You know, so like when you're on the mic and you're on the ones and twos and doing your thing, <laughs> it's contagious, right? You want to be the greatest. You want to be the greatest guy out there. So right. the same thing about being on the field. You know, you want to be the greatest right tackle. You want to the, the level of expectations that you want to reach for yourself. And when you can do that, the team just it floats so much. Better better right do you feel when you switch teams like you have to earn respect confidence trust from your new teammates how do you kind of navigate that transition well I think when you come in with the mindset of like it's not what I've done in the past but it's what I'm what I'm doing now and you see like okay as a veteran guy you get guys to come in you're coming in OTAs and you're working your butt off and you're not slacking you're not taking days off like Oh, coach, want you we want to give me an off day? No, nah, I don't want that off day. When when younger players see that, they're they're modeling that off of them. You know, mm -hmm. like Calais Campbell's played 15 years in the league. I've worked out with him in the summers in in in, uh, in Miami at Bomberitos. Mm -hmm. To see that guy at year 15 come in every day, work his butt off, like you know, you're like. Dang, I got more in the tank. Like I got more to give. Right. Like this dude is in year fifteen. And he's striving to still get a championship. And you got to block him. In and practice. you got to block him every day in practice. <laughs> so like it's like, look, I got to raise my expectations. Right, right, right. What you mentioned, Lamar Jackson, and, and now that you've been around him for a little bit at least, you know, what is it like blocking for Lamar? Oh man, it's awesome. You know, anytime you got, you know, 
eight back there. And in, in all these quarterbacks, Tyler Huntley, like mm-hmm. I, I've played with him all, all OTAs when Lamar wasn't here. And you just see that, you know, the personality, he's calm, cool, collected. Like Lamar is calm, cool. Like nothing phases him. Like mm-hmm. he, he enjoys football and it, Besides him being a great teammate, he's a hell of a football player. We already know that. Right. But just being able to just, you know, have him behind you knowing that, like, if something breaks down, oh, Lamar, he knows it. Right. He, you know, he, he's going to make it correct. And when you got that type of player behind you on the offense, man, the sky's the limit. Right. Because he's not a guy that you can just – oh, he's just going to sit down in the pocket and stand there. You got to <laughs> right, account right. for You're him. Like, cool. You're just like, come on, man, move out of the yeah, way. you got you to gotta <laughs> account for him, you know. So you, like The defense has to account for him. So it's not like 10 guys out there playing. It's all 11 because, right. like, Lamar is so effective with his feet and his arms, with his arms. So it, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a win-win situation. Yeah, I wonder, like, when you're a free agent and you're looking at teams to sign with or whatnot and, and you look at the Ravens, is it part of you says – yeah, you know, Lamar will dance out of a few sacks that maybe I would give up otherwise, you know, help that out. On the flip side, you're going to have to get out and run a little bit to, you know, you never know where Lamar's going to hey, go. Look, you're it, like, I got to be on my P's and Q's. Hey, look, thank God for my Peloton because I've been on it all summer. So I've been rolling. <laughs> I've been getting my mouths in. So I'm ready to go, man. But it's uh, I, I would say this, man. Obviously, it's a different type of uh, a football player Yeah. Um, with with his running, running ability, but it's exciting. You know, it's yeah. exciting to be able to block for that because – I mean, what offensive lineman doesn't want to run down sixty yards down the field with his with his quarterback and be on ESPN the next day? Come on, like that's like a, that's like that's a lineman dream, right? So you know, um, so it's exciting, man. You know, you see, get out here in training camp, you see all the fans. You you know, I I, I came out before him yesterday out the indoor facility, and then I hear just this thunder of people just ah, and you know it's Lamar coming down. Mm-hmm. But that's the you know that's the Ravens flock, you know, and I'm learning I'm learning these things as I go because I right. haven't been there that long, but I mean. Not only are you a part of one of the best organizations in the NFL, but you're a part of one of the best fans. Like the, the mm-hmm. Ravens flock, like they really come out here. You know, it was hot as hell out there yesterday, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, you guys are standing out here with like <laughs> with sweatshirts and stuff on, and I'm hot. And and right. but like they come out here because they love the team, mm-hmm. right? So when we signed you, you know, I start doing the research, and one of the first things that comes up it anything that's written about you consistency availability consistency like you're going to be out there on sundays what's what seven straight years you haven't missed a start right yeah something like that something like that (laughs) (laughs) how much pride do you put into that aspect of your game I think number one is just taking care, of, taking care of your body, being a vet, you know. And I learned that earlier with great, you know, vets in front of me mm-hmm. uh, when I was in Washington, like Jason Hatcher, Trent Williams, those guys. Learning how to navigate, take care of your body, and things like that. But I think also, man, um, just not letting your guys down. You know, wanting to be out there. Like, why not? If if you're eighty percent, and you know that eighty percent might be better than the guy behind you, why not go out there? Um, and that's the that's that chain of I talk about about the brotherhood. You know, like. You, these everybody on this team has some some type of family, whether it's kids, wife, mom, dad, whatever the case is, and you're going to war with those guys every day. Mm-hmm. Like you want the best out there to go to war with you every day, and you don't you, you you pride yourself on being like like I always say like one of my favorite war movies is 300, right? So like you <laughs> see those guys with the shields in the front just battled up. That's the offensive line. Like right. you can't. It, it takes all five to navigate. So. 
why not be out there? Why not let your, you know, you don't want to let your guys down, be on the sideline. So, and plus my kids, my kids are going to tell me like, you know, kids are, they're, they're the realest out there. They're going to be like, daddy, come on. What are you doing? Daddy, you just sitting on the sideline. Like I can't come home like that. Like, <laughs> What, um, how does the offensive line look at its kind of role? I mean, obviously every offensive line is really important, but last year, you know, Lamar got sacked a career high number of times, you know, and, and, that was kind of holding the offense back in a way. Mm-hmm. This year, you know, with Ronnie coming back, you know, with you, now with Tyler Linderbaum drafted in the first round, like, this offensive line is looking legit, you know? Like, are you putting a lot on, on kind of your shoulders to be like, all right, it starts with us. Like, getting this offensive line humming like it was in 2019 when Lamar was MVP, like, that is on us to start with. You know what? I would say I'll start with this, man. Everything looks great on paper, but, you know, things have to play in place. We have to get comfortable with the offense. We have to get comfortable with each other, yeah. learning each other. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I've been a part of some some great offensive line in my career, and, and really it's just the, the camaraderie, just knowing that guy beside you, like, you know, I'm. I know Zeit might not get a call out, but if he says "hmm," hmm I, I know what he means. Like I like, I know what that "hmm" means. So like, being on that same page with that guy to be able to protect and keep him up, because obviously you know if Lamar is out there playing every game, man, we have an opportunity to win that game. Right. He's that much of a game changer. Right. I'm curious how much uh you know when I've watched you in the course of the offseason practices at times. Like you look good when you're out in space, you know, and, and is that an aspect? That's what I told him he's yeah. moving well. Exactly, man. exactly. <laughs> like, um, and and the Greg Roman's creative about how he uses offensive linemen and, and kind of schemes up uh, this running game. How much of that aspect of your game is something that that you really enjoy? And, and are you saying, hey, man, put me on one of these pulls? You know, I'm gonna use use me in some creative ways to get out here. And- well, if you know, you know, our OC Greg, if you know him, you know he has everything in the offense right so like anytime we get a, a play where we get to call in space i'm thinking like yo if you see me run this fast yo i might get a bubble screen next week or something <laughs> <laughs> but uh no man it's just like it's one of those things you know obviously you know we do our thing and pass and run but the opportunity to be able to get out there on those numbers and pull on those little guys and stuff like now that they can't cut us no more anyway right, too. Right, so right. you know that's an advantage as well um, but being able to show that showcase that talent, man, is it's, it's, it's a, you know it's a great feeling for us as offensive linemen. And you know nobody wants to down block every play, man. <laughs> right. You want to get out there and open too and feel fast as well, man. And plus, my like I said, my kid, the kids are the realest, right? They're gonna tell daddy either you're slow or you fast. So, <laughs> but um, just being in this offense, man, and and having so many different you know moving parts to it is is enjoyable, man, because you never know what what he's gonna call. You know, right. you never know what's gonna happen. You never know. You know, it can be third and 15 and we run the ball and it's for 25 yards and that's that type of excitement that you want to come into right? yeah i saw a clip from last year i think of trent williams blowing up a guy when he was basically in motion and i was like they could use morgan Moses this hey, way and look i'm not gonna put myself on that trent <laughs> level because i've been around them and i know what type of athlete it is but hey you never know so <laughs> you gotta always be ready right yeah. so how how are you and and zeitler uh gelling because personality wise kind of two different guys i don't know that i've ever heard heard Zeitler laugh as much as I've heard you laugh in the past 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> like he is like a Marshall Yonda-esque like just serious down the business no for dude. sure yeah so like what's that relationship like with you two as you gel um you know obviously we're getting closer and then obviously you know for him he's played a lot of football so being able to come in and play behind Zeit and he already knows he knows the offense he knows you know what we're thinking um and that's just the you know building that relationship on and off the field you know that's why we have the offensive line dinners and we have the offensive line time 
time to build those building blocks. Yeah. So when it's tough and you know, when it's tough week 14, 15, you know, like, Hey man, I'm banged up, bro. I only got 70%. All right, bro, I'm going to carry your 30%. Right. You know, and that's how it works. You know, it's a moving chess game. You're depending on your guys to, to, to make it happen. Right. And what have been your uh, early impressions of Linderbaum, the rookie? Dude, really, like, he reminds me of a Brandon Sheriff. Like, I tell mm. him that all the time, you know. Um, but just – Super fast, like dude is like like we we had a we threw an interception like in OTAs or something, <laughs> I this play. and I'm like yo I'm moving like I know I'm moving I'm like yo and then coach gets in the meeting uh, coach Harbaugh gets in the meeting the next day and is like yeah somebody ran 18 miles per hour and I'm just in my head like bro I know I didn't run 18 miles but I'm gonna say that I ran 18 but I knew it was Tyler because out the corner of my eye I just see him tracking me down like it's, <laughs> but um just the dude knows football man like he he loves football he breathes and lives football and that's what you want as a young rookie. Right. Um, I think he's done a, a, a tremendous job coming in here and just getting, you know, um, getting the playbook down. And, you know, obviously, man, that's Lamar's guy. Like, those two touch the ball every play, man. Right. Every play. So, um, to have a guy like that that's intelligent, that can play football, um, it's great to have him. Who was it that he was tracking down on that pick? Even Lamar, like, gave him props the next day. He was like, my guy Linderbaum almost chased the dude down. Yeah, I, I think was it was Tony. Was it Tony Jefferson? Was it? I, I can't remember who it was. He hawked him, though. He hawked him. I mean, we were right on this field, right out, yep. out this window. Yeah. So I remember seeing it live and being like, dang, Linderbaum's moving. Yeah, I was like, Dad, I, I think it's me, but no, it's not me. I, <laughs> but I'm going to take it, though. You, you mentioned how your kids think it's pretty cool that your teammates with Lamar Jackson. What is that like when your kids are like talking about one of your teammates? Like, hey, I want to, you know, I can't wait to see you blocking for Lamar. Or are they, I'm sure that like if they come out here to practice, they're going to want to meet Lamar and Look, all that. I understand it. Like, I like I have no hate to it at all. Like, they already said, Daddy, we love you, but we're going to wear our Lamar Jackson jerseys to the game. <laughs> I said, that's cool, bro. You know, because at the end of the day, when I walk through the front door, I know I'm the number one guy in their hearts. So it's cool. Um, but it's excitement, man. It, and it's good to have, you know to be a part of a family organization like that like to have you know the kids out here and stuff like that to see them you know they want to be able to my kids want to play football too so to be able to see the everyday thing that we do every day and see these guys work um they, they're excited about it right now morgan has four kids we met the youngest was made his real you know star appearance at his press conference yeah. legend grabbing he, he the saw, mic he stole the show he i'm sorry show, bro did. like everybody forgot about me signing <laughs> to the team it's all about legend man he's living like he doesn't even know it yet <laughs> <laughs> so i guess you know having four kids four young kids really um, you know, what's that like to be an NFL player and have a big family like that? How how is it how difficult is it to juggle dad life and, and an NFL life that comes with a lot of things that are asked of you? No, it is, man. It's beautiful though, because like they get to see the work every day. You know, like, you know, I tell them all the time, like, look, you guys don't have to play football. You can guys can do anything you guys want. Mm. And they gravitate to football. Wonder why, right? <laughs> um, but to see they get to see, you know, dad come out here with his teammates every day. And and then it doesn't matter who it is. Like, if we're walking around the mall and they see somebody tall and big, they're like, that's daddy's teammate. I was like, I don't even know that guy. Like, <laughs> but they, they pay attention to those things. So they see how hard we work out here. And so it makes them want to work harder. You know, there's been some days this off season when I was chilling at home, they're like, daddy, let's, let's go to the park and throw the football. And, and, and you know, it's like, man, all right, they, they really see, they really enjoy. And, and those are memories that you'll never forget. Like they'll mm -hmm. never forget coming out to training camp, meeting Lamar Jackson, being on the field, running after practice, carrying my helmet, right. like all those things. And so it's pretty cool to be 
able to have children while you're in the league um, because they're a part of it, right? And so right. Um, it's been great for me and my wife to be here, a, a part of the Baltimore Ravens, and um, it's, we're excited. It's awesome. Last one for me, Morgan. When you're at this stage of your career, you've you've played a long time in the league. I, I got to believe that that winning a championship is becomes even more alluring, you know, because you Ooh. see how hard it is. Yeah. How, how much is that something that drives you every day? I would say this, man, like when I signed here, I wasn't really like the mindset wasn't like I'm going to win a championship. Right. But the first day I stepped on the field and I saw how organized practice was that there's no music out here. There's no fake, no false hype, no false made motivation. <laughs> it's just like the coaches, the pads and you communicating with your brothers. Right. And when you see that type of structure, like, dang, I'm, I'm going to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, you can just feel it in the atmosphere because there's no fake, no false hype out there. It's just work. We work every day. Um, and I think that's the, the that's the that's the standard, right? Like, you know, you walk into every day and say you want to, I want to win a Super Bowl, right? It doesn't it doesn't happen like that. There's there's steps to get there. And I think you know. I always tell people in life, man, if you're at step A, man, you want to cover every point of step A before you can go to step B. And mm -hmm. I think that's what they have here. And so when you have that type of structure in life on the football field and off the football field, you're going to succeed. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Right. All right. My last one is during practice yesterday, I thought I heard like some like jingling, like you had like a cool chain on and I was trying, I didn't have binoculars. I was trying to see it, but it looked kind of, and I could see you got some swag to you here. So what's, what's, do you have a cool chain? Yeah, like so what's like, the story? I have a football where all my, my boys have a piece of the football. So if you oh. lay them down, they connect, they connect into one football. Oh, that's cool. So all the boys have a little piece of the football and another one's a uh, dog tag from my, my father who passed two years ago. Gotcha. gotcha so I gotcha. wear these everywhere I go. They're with me on on and off the field in life and it just remind it's a little reminder saying like hey i'm not on here i'm not on the field by myself man i'm, a, I'm carrying my family name i'm right. carrying a legacy um and they're with me as you see my wife's out there every day at training camp so god bless um, her yeah. wow, that, wow. <laughs> yeah so uh even even at the hotel man like i come I like baby i need a stretch can you crack my back or something she, <laughs> she does it all so um it's just a, it's a blessing to be a part of uh like i said a family organization yeah that uh you know that teaches because you know it's hard you know obviously every 
everybody knows it's hard to have a family in NFL. It's hard to be a husband. It's hard to be a father. Um, but when you got the fall, the pieces that fall in place, man, it makes it a lot easier. Right. Well, family man, and we expect great things from you, man. You're going to have an awesome season. I appreciate it, man. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank yes, you. sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Well, good stuff from Morgan. Just a likable guy, man. He's just like got this great demeanor about him. Just, yes. Just a happy, pleasant, like optimistic dude. I like him. Yeah. I mean, I think when he first came here, even just for his visit and when he signed his contract, you could just kind of feel that energy. Yeah. Um, and that has not subsided. It was not an act. Like yeah. that's kind of how he carries himself in all aspects of uh, his time here. So it, it's, it's kind of different from like a lot of offensive linemen. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like he's you know like the most getting at there. I think he's probably the most jovial offensive lineman that I've been around. Yes. Yes. That's the right way to put it. It's <laughs> just so funny. It's like different. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we want to remind you that the sports landscape is ever changing and this week is no different. DraftKings, a leader in daily fantasy sports, still has daily fantasy contests running for those looking to have skin in the game. It's simple. Each player has a salary associated with drafting them. Assemble a lineup of players while staying under the salary cap and then sit back and watch your points pile up. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app now and sign up using code FLOCK. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code FLOCK only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You know what I was thinking about as you were reading that? We're getting into the time of the year where we're going to start getting updates about your fantasy team. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Far too often. You want to hear my draft board? No, I don't want to hear your draft board. <laughs> I don't want to. By the way, for, for fans out there, we are hosting a fantasy football draft event at yes. the stadium. Uh, that was my brainchild. That was my baby back in the leadership seminar. Yeah, yeah. You can take credit for it. Yours was a terrible it. idea. They we, did not adopt your idea. It was bad. I, I'm pretty sure this wasn't your idea. You just stole someone else's idea and said, that's a good one. No, like so, a true leader. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, that event is going to be taking place this year. If you want to get some more info, basically you can bring your team to draft. You draft them a suite it's at the cool. stadium. It's a cool event. There's going to be Ravens Legends there, so you can get more information about that uh, on our website. Just a little plug there. Well, I also had the international our international listeners reach out and ask for doing the fantasy league again and wondering if you're ever going to get in on it garrett i can't are you going to shun our listeners again did you win the fantasy international league last the first year? year but not last year yeah, of uh, no. no i think i lost both years i think i lost <laughs> in the championship the first year and last year i didn't make it to the championship yeah that sounds about right all right so are you playing no so <laughs> wow. so so let's let's wow. let's get into some of our thoughts and observations over the first couple of days of camp here in addition to what we've seen on the field there also has been some news over the course of this week. First and foremost, Lamar Jackson is here. He's practicing. He's not making the contract to distraction, which if you listen to the lounge, you knew it was going to be the case. Exactly. You, we've said this all since, since mini camp when Lamar was here and people wanted to make a big deal about whether he would hold out and all that. We told you that he would be here and he is. And, and I think that that is obviously a great sign. Yeah. Um, all right. The other thing we did get some updates just kind of on the injury front, you know, Gus Edwards may not be ready for the start of the season. Um, J.K. Dobbins is still on the pup list, which, you know, he's advocating. You know, he was kind of out of practice. That was the best part of the first day of practice, the yeah. most entertaining portion. I told J.K. that. I saw him down the near the locker room say? when I was waiting for Morgan. I said, you were the best part of practice yesterday so watching you. If anybody missed it, <laughs> go ahead and set the scene. So we're, we're standing out there, and J.K. comes out like mm, three-quarters of the way through practice, 
in his jersey looking like he's ready to suit up and just walk out on the field. It's like, what's going on here? And he came out and he starts like just going up and down the sideline. Like, and you know, I'm no lip reader. I can't tell from the opposite side of the field, but like he, he's motioning with his hands, like, come on, like, like let me in. Like he wanted to come in and he, and he's just telling everybody and Justin Houston pulled him aside and like, was like talking to him as like a veteran. And like, I know you want to get out there young guy, but like you yeah. gotta be patient, you know? And then, then he's just going up and down, just like loudly, talking to you know letting everybody hear it. anybody within earshot anybody within earshot and then he walks up steve bashotti's having a conversation with eric costa he just interjects right in the middle of it <laughs> walks up and like eric's like dude like you gotta relax is like what it seemed like you know yeah. he's like I, I feel you i feel you and then we asked john harbaugh about it after practice he's like yeah jk's told me on a number of occasions how bad he wants to get out there he tells me every single day yeah. you know that he wants to be out there practice i'd like to see it yeah no you i know? think like like, More yeah, power I, to him. I like it. I mean, I think that like it shows you that like JK wants to play, and we've said all yeah. along like JK is a someone who loves the game of football. Yeah, and like he clearly uh, was, you know, really just disappointed about the injury well, last year. He was on the cusp of what was going to be a monster sophomore season, monster. and everybody, everybody felt it. Everybody knew it. Yeah, and it just got ripped away from him. And like for a guy, especially JK, who is not a patient human being. Yeah. Right. And like he was, you know, we talked to him for the, on the podcast about how tough his rookie year was and like having to kind of wait his turn and not getting as many carries as he wanted. You know, he was pretty upfront about that. Yeah. And then it looks like he's going to be the guy, you know, last season and it gets snatched away in a preseason game. Like that's painful, especially yeah. for a guy like JK. Yeah. And so I think that that is really taking a toll on him. He kind of like went underground with his rehab. He hasn't said a whole lot. And, but you've seen it now with the in report saying like, yo, he might not be ready for week one. He's like, all right, I can't, I can't stay silent anymore. Like, you know, and you saw that kind of fiery competitiveness in him come out just on Twitter. Yeah. And now we're seeing it on the field too. Yeah, totally. So I can't wait to see him once he does ultimately get activated off the pup list. Just as a reminder on the pup list, guys can be activated off that at any point. So the players who are on there right now, Ronnie Stanley, Marcus Peters, Gus Edwards, JK, Tyus Bowser, um, Ardarius Washington, and Ardarius Washington, they could all get activated at any point. Right. Um, and so I know that like you, you hear, man, those, those six guys start camp on the pup list. Oh, that's not good. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's an indication of where they are in their rehab. Right. The Ravens have said over and over again, they're going to be patient with these guys, which I totally understand. Yeah. So you don't want to rush them back. You want to make sure when they get back that they're going to stay on the field. Right. And well, and especially with JK, you know, if Gus isn't going to be ready week one, that puts more, even more importance on JK being at the top of his game week one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to rush him back, and now all of a sudden you don't have he or Gus. Yeah. So – We've only at this point at recording only seen one practice, so we're not going to make any t too big of any snap judgments here about what's taking place. The back shoulder throw to Devin Duvernay though was pretty sick. So your snap judgment is that the passing game? Oh, is it's in. locked and loaded. I mean, done. <laughs> Do we need to practice anymore? It's we're good. good. Go. Let's, Let's go week one. Week here we one. go, Jets. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean that was a a great thing to see. You know, we just like that hasn't been a high completion pass for the Ravens offense in recent seasons, and to like see that get completed and look the way it did. Did, to me, it was kind of a, and like you're saying, it's one sliver of, of information, right? It's one pass. Um, but like if we see that continue and, and see that day in, day out, and consistently completing that kind of pass, to me, that's an indication of kind of what we've talked about with Lamar Jackson, where he has more zip on his passes, tighter spirals, you know, making those sideline kind of precise throws. That's 
the next step that we've been looking to see from Lamar Jackson as a passer. And it's the next step from this receiving core. For sure. Yeah, yeah. DuVernay made a nice catch. DuVernay made a nice catch on that, and the back shoulder throw <laughs> has not been Devin DuVernay's play. I mean, that's not right. been like his type of route over his first couple of years in the league, and so yeah. now that could be. Speaking of this receiving core, we got a question here from Nicholas Welch uh, at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. You can email Long-time us. listener. Long-time listener from down in Tampa. So, yeah. obviously, you can see where I'm going here with this. So yeah. Tampa, oh, yeah. Tampa listener uh, wants to know about Julio Jones mm. and why the Ravens opted the not to sign Julio Jones. Obviously, he is now down there in Tampa Bay with Brady. Right. So what is your take on this? Well, you know, I, I certainly am not ruling out the addition of a veteran wide receiver at some point during training camp. To me, it's always been a question of, like, the fit and the cost, right? Right player, uh, right What's it? What is it? Right, right. player, right player, right call. <laughs> what is it? How long have you right been here? Price. Right player, right, right price. There it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, you know, and and the contract details on Julio was six million base with the uh, incentives a max eight million dollar deal. That's on the cusp for me. That might be a little rich for me. And obviously, it depends on what Julio you're getting. You getting the Julio of three years ago, or you getting the Julio of last year? You know, the past two years that's been banged up a lot. Um, so, you know, and, and to me, what I've consistently said is I want somebody that has experience that diversifies what the Ravens have right now in their wide receiver core and isn't somebody that's going to, um, is somebody that still gives Duvernay and Prochet and Tylen Wallace the opportunity to still grow in their careers, right? That's not just going to cannibalize those guys to such a degree where, like, they're not really getting a fair shake, yeah. right? And Julio Jones, to me, especially if you pay him $6 million, like, he's going to get a lot of snaps when he's healthy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so, like, I don't know. Somebody like Will Fuller, to me, makes a little bit more sense because now it's that speed threat that you lost with the trade of Hollywood Brown. This probably comes in cheaper than Julio Jones would. Same injury concerns, yeah. uh, you know, but whatever. You get what you get. You know what I mean? That's why he comes at a discount. Yeah. So to me, and who knows what numbers Will Fuller will end up signing for. Wide receivers are just expensive. Yeah. Period. Mm -hmm. And so... um I think that there will be a veteran added at some point, but I don't think it's going to be somebody with that big of a name and splash and, and money associated. Well, Julio Jones was the biggest name on the market. I mean, for sure. he's been one of the best receivers in his career over, over the course of his career. And could the Ravens make a trade at right. some point? Right. That's you know? one. That's the thing that I'm really interested in. You know, is a Didn't trade. they trade for Lee Evans way back in the day? I think that was a trade. I mean, I mean Bolden, that one worked out really well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Anquan Bolden was a trade, you know, um, so there could be moves, right? Like, well, that was different. That was like in March. I, I know, I know. That was I know. mid training camp, but um, yeah. But but yeah, I'd be curious if there's a trade. Eric Tacosta has shown a willingness to trade. But just the other thing on Julio, like he's been a great player, but you know he played nine games in in 2020. He played ten games last year. Are you gonna trash Julio right now no, after just, you've been barking at me about how we should have made that move? I have not said we should have made. I love I, I love Julio Jones. <laughs> wow, just he, a flip flopper. He had he had thir no. I'm not a flip flopper. He had 1,300 yards <laughs> in in 2019. He had 771 yards in 2020, and then in 2021 with with the Titans, he had 434. But you so, wanted him. Let's be just be honest with our listeners. No, I'm not. I actually I would love Julio Jones. I, I would okay. love Julio Jones. I think that if he's healthy, then I would take him. But I actually would not sign him at that price. At six mil, okay. Yeah, I would not. It's uh, it, it's not like an outrageous number but i think it's a little bit over what i would want right and also again like i think that 
if he is if you're getting him and he's playing 16 games and he's available, then that's one thing. But like if he's in and out of the lineup, then like, then you're kind of struggling to develop a chemistry and a rapport with some of these other receivers that you want to develop as well. And mm-hmm. I think that's, I mean, that, that issue is still the case for Will Fuller. Right. Um, too, you know, the health aspect. Well, so T Y Hilton is another name out there. He's had health issues in recent years. I mean, this is what happens generally speaking when you get to the middle of, you know, training camp and you're trying to add somebody, there's always going to be, a strike against them. Yeah, of course. Right? That's why they're still available. Yeah, and, and and also we'll see if anybody gets released. You know, like the 49ers just released D4, the pass rusher. Right. You know, is there a receiver right. in that realm who ends up hitting the market at some point in the next couple of weeks? That's yeah. something to, to watch. But the receivers had a good day, day one in training camp. It was so maybe good. Eric's like, you know what, I'll stand pat. Yeah, it was good. Bateman looked good. Nice back shoulder pass to uh, DuVernay. So yep. um, the... On Saturday, we're going to have the open stadium practice at MIT Bank Stadium. That's kind of when things go to the next level in terms of intensity. You know, with it being in front of a larger audience, you know, you got to get a perform in a stadium in front of a bigger crowd. We're going to do a, a full live stream of that practice. Um, so if you're not able to be there, uh, we'll miss you. But you can still watch the practice the enti- in its entirety uh, on our app, our website, our YouTube channel, and our Facebook page. So we'll have a live stream of the entire practice. Um, that starts at 7 p.m. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you check that out because it'll just be a cool way to see everything that's happening down at MIT Bank. Last thing we did not talk about is the change uh, from morning practice to afternoon practice. How are you enjoying your good afternoon sweat, Garrett? Well, yesterday I hung out mostly underneath the... Uh, the canopy the canopy you were hanging with the fans yeah yeah i was sitting i was i was keeping my time in the shade that's i'm an expert at finding shade well you're also an expert in the big hideous ugly bucket hat your training camp hat is a garrett downing legend yes well that's gonna come out here soon (laughs) i didn't have to wear it yesterday because i spent most of my time in the shade but it will be making its appearance soon uh, the afternoon practice thing, just I know fans have asked about that. Like in the past few years, they've been morning practices. Now it's going to be afternoon practice. The 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 answer to why that's going to be the case, and, and we'll see if it ends up being something that holds throughout the entirety of training camp, but the answer as to why that's going to be the case is basically it's kind of like a ramp up to the entire day. You mm-hmm. know, you have an opportunity to get more nutrition. During the day, you have a chance to get more hydration rather than players like getting here and getting right out to the field. I don't know about you. The morning workout's tough. The morning workout is difficult. It's a I'm shock kind to- of a I'm kind of a morning person. You you don't you. When's the last time you done a morning workout? Let's. Oh, let, I, when's I the last time I haven't done a workout morning, <laughs> afternoon, evening in forever? So yeah. it's not about me. Yeah, exactly. What, what are we talking about here? <laughs> I, I, like it's it's. So that's the rationale that basically over the course of the day, they can kind of get built up to practice at two o'clock. Yeah. You get breakfast, you get lunch. And then like by the time you get out there, your body is kind of ready for that. That right. next step. It's just in a better position. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks to Morgan Moses for being our guest today. As always, you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. And we will be back with you next week. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and every body. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the wind down tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite 
moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital. Rated R.